KSL News Time 345. The three things you need to know this hour first. Lawmakers have made a major change to a bill to fund a major league baseball stadium on the west side. They've taken out the increased tax on hotel rooms, relying on other sources for hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm KSL News Radio's Amy Kobe. Second, a bill that would have changed how many voters are needed to pass initiatives that raise taxes. Well, that bill is dead. It would have required 60% of voters to agree to a tax increase rather than 50. Third, our biggest traffic trouble spot. A new crash for Weber County drivers southbound Washington Boulevard at 29th Street is blocking a right lane of travel. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Sunny skies and warmer temperatures in the forecast. I'm Kevin Eubank. It's 34 degrees at the KSL Common Spirit Health Studios now. Our top national stories. ABC News, I'm Michelle Franzen. In Michigan, polls will close in a few hours with voters casting ballots in both the GOP and Democratic presidential races. Former President Trump is leading against rival Nikki Haley. ABC's Zorin Shaw says some voters in the Detroit area, some who are Muslim and Arab, say they plan to vote uncommitted to send a message to President Biden over the Israel-Hamas war and impact on Gaza. So why are they upset? Well, they want a ceasefire. That's why they want the president to call for the people who are voting uncommitted, and they also want to see uh, fewer deaths and injuries. A White House meeting earlier today wrapped up between President Biden and congressional leaders trying to iron out details on a spending bill with just days to go before a Friday government shutdown deadline. House Speaker Mike Johnson called those talks productive. Americans are not as confident about the economy this month compared to January. The Consumer Confidence Index dipped due to concerns over inflation and the presidential races. This is ABC News. Now the KSL in-depth. Just over an hour ago, Governor Cox announced that Utah will become a no-kill shelter state in 2024. Now joining us live to explain what this means for Utah, the chief mission officer at Better Friends Animal Society, Holly Sizemore. Your organization has been lobbying for this. You were hoping by 2025, right? That is correct, and thank you so much. We're so excited about this declaration by Governor Cox. We have been working in the state of Utah and all across the U.S., working to end the killing of savable cats and dogs all throughout the country. And back when we started this work in about 2000 in Utah, we were seeing about 46,000 cats and dogs being killed every year. That is now down to less than 2,100. So we're nearly there. Just 11 shelters across the state still need to um, find the programs and the policies to get them to no-kill. But we know it can be done, and we really appreciate the governor's support. Are they on board, those 11 operations that still do euthanize animals? I would say most of them are on board. Um, You know, animal sheltering is not easy work. Even if you've met the no-kill benchmark, which we say is saving at least 90% or more of the animals coming into your care. Some animals coming into your care are irremediably suffering or too dangerous to adopt out, and that's why the benchmark is 90%. But if you are willing to put the right policies in place and willing to collaborate with your community and as well as other nonprofits like Best Friends, and there's a lot of animal rescue groups out there, it can be done. I would say there's still some political um, 
you know, back and forth in terms of whether or not uh, I would say the political will is there in every one of these shelters. But um, it's really up to the community to let their elected officials know that they care about this. My wife is involved in pet adoption, so I'm a little bit familiar with the effort. A lot of this hinges on people being willing to adopt these pets part time or give them full time forever homes. That is so true. It's really about supporting your local shelter and rescue groups. Please don't buy from a breeder. I mean, we know that um, if people choose to adopt, not only are you getting an amazing pet and oftentimes for good prices, um, you're also saving a life. And that feels so wonderful. We had some uh, pets here today up at the state capitol to celebrate this journey with us. Pets that 20 years ago would have definitely been killed in most shelters across Utah. So we're excited to just hit this final stretch of this journey and and make it happen throughout the entire state. So, uh, you know, over the past few months, we've been hearing the shelters are full. Uh, there's no room at the inn for these animals. What are we going to do? Where do we stand now a few months down the road? Shelters are still full. You know, if please, if you're thinking about adopting a pet or a second pet, hey, a lot of people, you know, it's fun, particularly with cats. It's fun to watch them run around and play with each other. <laughs> so if you're looking to adopt a pet, please do so now. Our shelters are really full. But if you can't adopt, there's other ways you can help. Like you said earlier, temporarily fostering an animal can mean life or death for that animal. And it's fun. I have families who they keep scrapbooks and, you know, they'll foster four or five, six animals a year and they keep cute scrapbooks of all the lives they help save and help place into a permanent home. So it's a great way to help, and also if you can't foster, you can't adopt, volunteering your time at your local shelter or with a local rescue group and donating are other ways that you can really help see no-kill Utah happen. Best Friends Animal Society's Holly Sizemore, you sound very, very happy after the governor's resolution that Utah will become a no-kill shelter state this year.